Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about Horse Racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Baccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers. Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, and our great friends over at Camillus Golf Club. Man, I've been playing Camillus left and right early this season. It is in mid-season form. It looks so amazing, so mowed down. The bunkers are in spectacular shape. The sand is soft. The greens are rolling. The views are amazing. Get on over to Camillus Golf Club right now, the official golf course of the ML Sports Platter. Get them on Facebook and Instagram today and get your 2023 membership over to Camillus Golf Club. All right, let's chat a little Broncos NFL Draft independent team recaps here on the platter. And we begin with, you know, where they are as an organization, right? I mean, we know that last year was an absolute disaster. Fourth in the AFC West, after you bring in Russell Wilson, where do you go from here and all the rest? Well, they made a pretty good decision, right? They went out and got Sean Payton. Sean Payton is a Super Bowl winning coach. He's a Hall of Fame head coach. He's a guy who I think is going to help them big time. Um, And we know that the number one thing they brought him in for was to fix whatever the heck went wrong with Russell Wilson. Um, So that's kind of A number one, right? Uh, We know the sale of the team went flawlessly. No surprise there. Billions and billions of dollars is what these teams are worth. And every brand new owner is going to cash in. Every old owner is going to cash in. 
And so we've moved beyond those two things. We moved beyond the ownership by a good distance, and we moved into the Sean Payton era. And so his first draft, they go right for it. Now remember, because of getting Russell Wilson from you know time gone by here, they didn't have a pick in the first round. So second round, though, they had the 32nd overall pick from Kansas City through Detroit. You think about that. That's almost two full rounds before you even pick, and they still got a guy who was extremely high on their radar if every other receiver was gone by this point. Marvin Mims, undersized guy, I get it, uh, but he runs well, he sells a double move, tracks the deep ball, wicked burst. Uh, you know, he's got to basically, you know, really polish the, the intermediate stuff, uh, but he does have the potential to make wicked strides. And as we know, Jerry Judy set career best in reception yards, uh, receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. But this is the last year before the fifth-year option. And Denver has to start looking at this just like everybody has to start looking at this. Um, there have been, you know, rumors uh, of Denver, you know, possibly, uh, you know, making moves with a bunch of guys on their roster, um, you know, obviously including Judy. Um, you know, we'll have to see as we approach the season. Obviously, Cortland Sutton has a cap hit that goes from 182 uh, from 5.3, so that's a ton of money added to the books. Uh, but you add a playmaker on the outside, it makes a lot of sense with those things in mind. And Mims, he did finish the 22 uh, season uh, second in the Big 12 with uh, 1,083 receiving yards. So uh, that was a good get for the Denver Broncos. I'm just looking at this draft, by the way. They only had five picks uh, in, in the entire draft. But when you look at Mims and adding him to you know, I think what they're kind of hoping is, okay, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Mims coming in possibly as a day one starter. I don't think the offensive line is that bad. I think they just kind of got to work through some progressions and all the rest. The defense leaves a little bit to be desired. Obviously, they don't have a lot of the horses they used to, including Von Miller. Um, <clears throat> so it is a little bit, it is a little weak there. You, you obviously have Randy Gregory going into year six, uh, a guy who can really, uh, you know, wreak havoc. Uh, you've obviously got uh, Uwazuriki uh, up front, who's a defensive edge man who can get after it. Uh, their secondary, again, this entire defense really doesn't have stars, but they have the ability to play well together. I would actually tell you that I think Patrick Sertan the second, going into year three, <clears throat> I think he's going to become a superstar this year. I think you saw it his rookie year. A uh, little bit back, had to be asked to do a little bit too much last year. I think this year he really comes into it. I think that he's going to do a lot of different things, uh, you know, in the defensive backfield, especially in terms of, you know, your blitzing and your different coverages. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a bona fide superstar this year. And then offensively, again, it's going to come down to can Russell Wilson turn it around and get back to his Hall of Fame form? Um, you know, I like their their running back room. I'm fine with it. Javante Williams, to me, is a stub. Perrine's going to run the ball fine. Um, <clears throat> you know, the receivers are going to be fine. It's just a matter of Russell Wilson getting back to the main deal, the main Hall of Fame, uh, uh, you know, work that he had put in before um, and, and, and showing, you know, a team in Seattle uh, and, and the fan base there in the league that, hey, we are a Super Bowl contender every year. Denver was hoping to be that again with Russell Wilson. And if he can get back to that, you think about this string, other than a year here, year there, uh, you know, a couple years total, whatever, however you want to go about it. You know, you think about John Elway, you think about Peyton Manning, 
And you think about Russell Wilson since the 80s, that's three Hall of Fame quarterbacks for one franchise in my lifetime. I was born in 1979. There are a lot of people who can't say that they have won in 40 years or so. Um, you know, the Ravens, <laughs> the Ravens can say that they don't have any, but yet they have two Super Bowls somehow with Joe Flacco and Trent Dilfer just goes to show you that you can, uh, you know, you can win in a lot of different ways in this league. But the way for Denver to win, it has to be with Russell Wilson. They've committed draft picks. They've committed money. Um, you know, they have committed a lot to get, you know, to getting him right. Uh, they've committed to Sean Payton. They need to get this right. They need to get Russell Wilson going again. And if he gets going again, Denver, despite the fact that they are in, you know, a conference that basically is just, you're, you're running through fire every week, uh, Denver could be right in the mix with, you know, the Chiefs and, uh, you know, the Bills and the Bengals and the Ravens and Steelers and Jets and Dolphins. I mean, it's so loaded, as we know. I don't have to keep saying that. Uh, you football fans know that uh, already, but... Uh, it's going to come down to Russell Wilson, but let's be honest, they have a lot of those contract situations, as I've mentioned, with the receivers, and I think Marvin Mims Jr. makes a ton of sense, and, um, you know, we're going to have to see how they uh, blend him into the offense, but I think what they're hoping is in training camp that Sean Payton and Russell Wilson figure something out to get Russell Wilson back to Hall of Fame form or pretty close to Hall of Fame form, and then from there, okay, this year and probably next, depending on how we can handle the cap situation with Wilson and our weapons and all the rest and how we can draft in our next draft, we have possibly a 2-3 at the most year window to try and get back to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. This year is is one of those. And so Sean Payton and Russell Wilson have just kind of got to figure this thing out. And if they don't, it's going to be some lean times in Denver, man, because you're going to have to deal with the Payton contract. You're going to have to deal with the Russell Wilson contract. You've got all these other guys coming up. you got to pay Pat Sertan. I mean, there's a lot going on with Denver. But they're hoping maybe two, three years here, window-wise, get Wilson back, and then we can contend with the big boys as well. And we want to be a big boy in the AFC. The Broncos should be a big boy. The Broncos are a big-time, big-boy franchise, man. I mean, they've won, you know, multiple Super Bowls, you know, two under Elway. they got the one with Peyton Manning. They're there all the time. The fan base is unbelievable. The, the stadium is incredible. Uh, <clears throat> it's a huge market. They draw well. There's there's no reason for Denver ever to not be a big boy, right? I mean, they went for, what, $5 million or whatever it was for the sale. So uh, I love that pick, but that's kind of a state of the state kind of blended into it in terms of where this franchise is. They wanted to go defense quite a bit, uh, <clears throat> you, you know, with the rest of the draft, and they did that in the next three picks. Drew Sanders out of Arkansas. Tremendous, tremendous pick here. I was okay with the Bills taking him in the first round if he was available. He ends up going through the first. He goes through the second. His draft stock plummets as we get close. This is, of course, a trade from the Indianapolis Colts. He goes in the third round, fourth overall in that round. Didn't see this one coming. Great Mike linebacker with incredible leadership skills. 6'4", 240. Wicked versatile dude. He can play off the ball. He can rush off the edge. Instinctive. He tackles well. Takes sound uh, angles. Tightness a little bit here and there, and, and sometimes he misses a few tackles when he's got to cover really, really large spaces, you know, especially going sideline to sideline. However, this makes sense. Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton are productive and steady. We know that. Like I alluded to before, <clears throat> the defense is really, really sound with a bunch of non-big-time names on it. The Von Millers and all these guys are gone. Pat Sertan's the, 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 the biggest name probably on defense. But when you look at Jewell and you look at Singleton, they're productive and steady, 
But the Broncos need to be looking at a guy who can shoot through the ranks, dominate, and they need pass rushers as well. And you got Sanders who can rush off the edge. He plays off the ball. Uh, I think Vance Joseph is going to unlock him big time and use him in different ways and sets and maximize that skill set. I love this pick. Drew Sanders, an inside linebacker who I think had late first round, early second round uh, type of value. The Broncos get him right into their laps and also checking boxes of not just the player, not just the skill, possibly best player on the board type of a thing. He is a want and he is a need at that position. No question about it. Riley Moss, they go Iowa, they go corner, and they go 6-1-200 with Riley Moss here. Uh, really, really smart football player. Uh, reads the quarterback, diagnoses plays and routes. Really interesting uh, uh, player out there because he can play a bunch of different ways. Super versatile with awesome hands, just natural hands. Uh, tracks the ball well. Played Big Ten, big time football. Uh, aggressive and all the rest. And we know that Pastor Tan was one of the best corners in the league last year, but we also know that Damari Mathis struggled at times. So you get Riley Moss in there. I think he can unseat Mathis right out of the chute, and you add depth, you add competition. It makes sense. Moss is a great value pick at this point for the Denver Broncos. I also thought, by the way, uh, that Moss might have gone a little bit higher too in this in this draft. Uh, he goes uh, uh, 20th overall from the third round perspective. Uh, you know, and, and, and this was the deal. Uh, with the Seattle Seahawks. So when you look at the first three picks here for Denver, you really are doing it here. I mean, this is terrific. I mean, you get Marvin Mims, who's an explosive day one slot type of guy who you can move around on the boundary, who could take over for one of uh, the receivers after 2023, the stud guys. Then you go in and you steal Drew Sanders, who falls to you in the third round, uh, a second round talent at worst. And then you get Riley Moss at corner. And you got to you know improve your secondary position. And you've done exactly that. So really great stuff out of Denver in the first three. I'm going to get to the next two for the Denver Broncos coming up next on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Burn Dairy and Stanley Law Offices. ML Sports Take here, brought to you by our good friends over at the Allen Angus Pub. Stop by for the best darn Angus burger in town. And hey, congratulations to the Allen Angus Pub. They've done it again. Seventh year in the last nine where they've won the best burger in New York State. They ousted... A bunch of people locally, some folks in the Capital Region and Western New York as well, <clears throat> with the now-famous Bacon Grilled Cheeseburger. It is absurd. Absolutely crazy. It's some mac and cheese right on top of that pecan bacon. Burgers are cooked to perfection all the way around the bun, which is grilled. Grilled cheese style with some of that butter and toasted. Oh, baby, it's so good. I had it uh, some, some, some weeks back, and <clears throat> I literally went to food heaven, and I can see why it was the best Burger in New York State, no question about it. AllenAngusPub.com for more information. Grab gift cards for any and all occasions as well. And a big tip of the cap, thank you to other associate sponsors as well. Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Bowers & Company, CPAs, Burn Dairy, and our great friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Get started today on your tax-efficient retirement plan at advisors.com massmutual.com. Two more quickies to get to. J.L. Skinner of Boise State, a safety. Again, value, potential, diamond in the rough. We get to this area. However, he may be a little bit more than that. He's 6'4", 220, <clears throat> projects as a competitive safety, a playmaker, tracks the ball. Um, he's great through tra traffic. It looks like Denver just really wanted to get smarter and more instinctive on defense, and they've done it again here 
with Skinner. Uh, loves to wrap up, loves to drive through the contact. Uh, he can match up with backs, tight ends, you name it, limit production after the catch. It's a really good one. It's another really good, solid pick. But again, value, potential, diamond in the rough. Maybe you add another layer in that this kid is just really, really good and you stole him more like a late fourth round, early fifth talent here. Denver gets another good one in safety, J.L. Skinner from Boise State. And then finally, one more position here, uh, a value potential diamond in the rough pick. Uh, the comp selection from the New Orleans Saints, the Oregon center is Alex Forsen, and he goes to Denver. I don't know tons about him. I don't stay up until the wee hours of the morning to watch Oregon football. However, I know one thing. It's a trademark program in college football. It has been since Chip Kelly. They've got big-time players coming out of there on both sides of the football. Love the uniforms. Uh, all of them go to Oregon for the experience and to get to the pros and to play in a high-octane offense. And if you're an offensive lineman, you can play in that offense and you can learn a bunch of different ways to block. And that's only going to help you as a lineman in the NFL. And here you have Forsyth, right, with a versatile uh, background, uh, checks a lot of boxes in terms of an interior offensive lineman, gets into position, works the hands, he's got the low block, um, you know, equal the whistle in the run game, really good range. These are all things that the scouts are saying. Doesn't really have a great bend and changing of direction, but that can be worked on in pass protection. And the Denver Broncos, again, hoping for a value pick, hoping for a potential pick, hoping for a diamond in the rough pick, Overall, again, hate the grading system. I love, without giving the grade, the Denver Broncos draft. I love it. They didn't have a lot to work with. They got what they needed. They worked. They checked the boxes. Marvin Mims, Drew Sanders, right? Riley Moss, help on both sides of the ball. J.L. Skinner and Forsyth. And I, and I got to say, I think they may have, may have, may have stolen both J.L. Skinner. Actually, they may have stolen all these guys. J.L. Skinner, Riley Moss, Drew Sanders, and Marvin Mims. The way those players fell to them, I think the Denver Broncos may have stolen multiple players in this NFL draft. Only time will tell. ML Sports Platter brought to you by our good friends at Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, of course, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Aber, and the Alonzo family, Janice, Tino, Irvin, and Byron. And a big time thanks as well to associate sponsors, Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, Jam and Beats, Camillus Golf Club, and Ken's Auto Detailing. Go get that awesome chrome done for all seasons. Plus, it's spring, it's summer, it's time to get that unbelievable detail on your car inside and outside, boat, van, truck, motorcycle, whatever it is. Route 11 and Burton Cicero, make sure you get on over there if you're in and around Central New York. Ken's Auto Detailing, the official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day. You can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.